The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Hello. Aren't you glad we're together again? Once a week we come together and we study His Word because it's His story. It's not my story. It's His story. But it's being told in my life and in your life. Isn't that amazing? Something that has been written thousands and thousands of years ago. But it still holds true today. I hope all of you mothers out there had a fantastic Mother's Day. I know I got to enjoy with being with my daughters, my eight grandchildren, my four great-grandchildren. It was amazing. It always is when I'm with them. Family for me is so important. And it is to God, too. You know, in my life, when I grew up in a home, that I never felt like I was a part of that family, which I learned later in life. I really wasn't. I was just there. But when I entered the doors of a church that I had never been to, I was six years old. I didn't have my parents with me. I never felt like a stranger. And that's the way it is with when you come to Christ, you are a part of his family. You're not just in his family. You are a part of his family. And God wants to do so much in your life. You know, I was awakened the other morning with this Psalms on my heart. And I got up and it's a Psalms that I love. I've always, it's always spoken to me in my life but I, I couldn't figure out why this psalms was important right then and then I went on to study my Sunday school lesson for this week and it talked about this psalms it was actually another psalms that we were studying but it talked about this psalm that I went God you're so cool you woke me up to study this psalm. And I got to study it nearly twice. And it was amazing. But today, I want to go to Psalms chapter 1. Where it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Now, when we talk about being blessed, we think about you know blessings being poured out upon us, and that's that's part of it. But I think here he's talking about contentment. The man that is contented with life, 
is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. He doesn't seek advice from the world and from those around about him. He goes to the one who is the mighty counselor, which is Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, because that's where he gets all of his counseling. He won't walk in the way that the world says to walk. You know, the world is really crazy right now. And it'll take you down a road you really don't want to go down. But happy and content is the man who won't choose that walk, that way of living. He won't stand in the way that the world stands. And he won't sit in the way that the sinners sit. These things is talking about our thinking, our behaving, our belonging. It's how we think. It's how we behave. And it's to whom we belong. You see, when we sit in the council of the Almighty, we're getting great wisdom. And we're getting understanding that we don't understand how we got it, but He gives it to us. And it's amazing what He does with our lives. Our path He already has directed. He has a purpose. He has a plan for our lives. If we simply stop and pay attention to what he says and how he says that we're to live and go that direction in life, we're not traveling the same direction that the world travels. And we're not afraid to take that road that there are few people on as Matthew talks about. But the righteous man has confidence that God will show him the path of life to walk down. And we will be full of joy. And we will know that God's going to guide us on a great road to travel. We won't sit in the council of those who scorn people. There are many that really put Christians down simply because they don't understand what the Word has to say. In fact, they've probably never opened it up to find out what the Word has to say to them. But when you have Christ in your life, You sit in a different seat. And you come to the point in life to where you want to see people through his eyes and not your eyes. Because you see, he sees the heart. And we want to know that we can do that too. 
The psalmist goes on to say in verse 2, But the person that is content, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. How often during the day do you think about what you read in Scripture? This was the Psalms that spoke to me when I was very young Christian, that I had to delight myself in his word. You see, when it talks about the law of the Lord, he's not just referring to the Levitical law. He's talking about the word of God. And that's the whole of the Bible. That's everything. What is it in life that makes you happy? What is it that gets you excited? It is the word that will help you to see what is really important in life. And if it's just personal pleasure that makes you happy, you're not delighting in the right thing. You need to open up the scripture. Because without the word of God, you can't will live well enough to be happy to be content so if a person delights in the word you will come to the point where nobody has to beg you to read the Bible or to like it or to study it you will come to the point in life where You simply want to do it. And when you meditate on it day and night, it means that you just don't read it and hear it and forget about it. But you think about it. What are these words saying to me? I don't want to be an empty-minded person. I want to be that person that has the mind of Christ. And if I have the mind of Christ, I have to have scripture. Because that's where I get my feeling to be the great mind that Christ is in my life. Meditate upon it. You know, meditation gets a bad rap because we think of the Middle East when they talk about meditation but here it's taking the word of God and it's literally thinking about it so much that it's like you're chewing it you're getting it all dissected and getting it mushed down and pressed down into your heart and into your life that way it brings out much fruit And you don't just think about it during the day, but you think about it at night. There's times I go to sleep at night quoting scripture. The particular night that God brought this to my spirit during the night, this psalm, I really don't believe I had quoted scripture that night. But during the night, the Holy Spirit spoke to my spirit. And when I woke up the next morning, That was the first thing I thought about was Psalms 1. 
And he knows it's a psalm that touches my heart. And it speaks to me. Because it tells me who I want to be in life. And what I want to do. The psalmist goes on to say, That person shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. You see, when a tree is planted by water, it's a continual source of water. When I'm planted in the Word of God, I have that continual source of water flowing through me, through my mind, through my soul, and into my spirit. And it never goes away. It doesn't wither. doesn't dry up. But it's constantly needed. I want it. The more I get of it, the more I want of it. It's strong and it's stable. It has deep roots. And it's marked with the strength of Christ and the stability through the Holy Spirit. It produces much fruit, which is the fruit of the Spirit that Paul writes about in the book of Galatians. But you only get that through abiding in the source and that source is Christ the fruit also always has a season you know all the fruit doesn't show up at one time some get discouraged when they try to walk as righteous men but the fruit doesn't seem to be appearing But you just need to wait a while, friend. Wait a while. The fruit will come in its seasons. But you will never dry up. If you stay in the Word, I promise you, you will never, ever get tired of reading the Word. He says, and whatever he does shall prosper. That doesn't mean that God has the Midas touch and everything that you do as a Christian is going to make you rich and comfortable and life's going to be easy. But it means that everything that happens in your life, God is going to work together to make something good. Even our tough times, our hard times, Something's going to make us prosper spiritually. He says, The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind drives away. You see, the ungodly man doesn't have the ability to be happy and content. Oh, he may think he is, and it seems to them that they are, but not really. Because the things they're searching after are temporary. They're not permanent. They're like the shaft of a wind, which is like the kernel of a grain. You know, when you pop popcorn, you have the kernels 
Well, on grain and the wheat, it has a seedy covering, and we would throw it up in the air, and it, all the kernels would fall away, and then they would take the grain and grow, mash it up into flour. But the chaff blows away, and that's the way the ungodly person is living. It says, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. You see, the ungodly have nothing to stand on or to stand in. When we stand in front of God the Father at the great white throne judgment, we have something to stand in. And that's Christ and the Holy Spirit. You know, in the Old Testament, in the book of Daniel, we'll read about King Belshazzar. And God told him, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. And if you don't have Christ in your life, that's where you are today. But he says the sinners won't be standing in the congregation of the righteous. You know, most sinners really feel uncomfortable being around people that are Christians because it makes them nervous because they know they're not really living right. But there's something different about that person. And yet they insist on living that way. For me, that was always amazing. He says, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. God in heaven knows both of our ways, but for those who follow him, he will protect them and he will preserve them. But the ungodly, at the end of time, There will nothing be able to stand for that person. If you don't have Christ in your life, that's the way of the ungodly person. So which way is your way today? How is life going for you? If it's not going quite so good, I make a suggestion that you come to Christ and say, I am a sinner. Please come and forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and start changing me today. And you watch what God will do. I hope you have a blessed week. And until next time, bye for now.